let's get this show on the fucking road. On with the road. Thor, with Thor. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, that's how we start this show. This is the show called On the Road with Thorhammer, and we are coming to you uh, pre-recorded <laughs> <laughs> from the uh, Spiderball Studio. It doesn't say live from On the Road. Yeah, uh, we're, this so show has never been live. It could be at some point. Maybe. We're looking into options, right? Maybe. Yeah. It's possible. Spiderballs is all over that. Spiderballs is all <laughs> He's just drooping through everything. You know, on this episode, I, this is the second episode we're doing the video thing, so let's acknowledge the cameras. Hey, hey camera. Hey, YouTube. Um, I was looking forward to having yourself, uh, Sarah, and Mike all on the show, because we before this we recorded uh, Watches on the Couch, and it ended up being just you and I. Mm-hmm. Because of uh, extenuating circumstances. Extenuating, extenuating. <laughs> That's say that five times fast. I don't want. Don't I do that. I shouldn't have even said it the first time. <laughs> right. Um, but I was looking forward to having you guys uh, respond or rebut uh, Jimmy Lopez's uh, statements yeah, on the. On the episode a couple episodes back. He's uh, trying to stir up some shit. He really is. <laughs> He's never around to back it up either. <laughs> he isn't. Uh, I I try to get him to hang out really often, and it mm-hmm. almost never happens. Yeah. And actually, the times that you guys see us podcast together and hear us podcast together, that's about the times that we hang out. That's uh, that's more than I get to see him now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you know, that a lot of times that's when we hang out, too. Is, is the times that we podcast. Yeah. It's a good reason to hang out, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it is a legit reason to get together and actually, like, talk. <laughs> I was actually... I recorded an episode with Kyle yesterday that'll air at probably next week after this one does. And I was talking about the same thing. Like, this is a great way to actually be a friend and, <laughs> and talk because everybody's so busy and splintered in their own worlds yeah. that we rarely get together and actually hang out you know what i mean no that's definitely true i've been insanely busy this uh this whole year is like this whole year it's february, <laughs> february 20th yeah we established that last year. episode it isn't the 16th it isn't the 17th it's the february Sometime 20th after valentine's day yes it's uh this year's already been way busier than I wanted it to be or I was expecting it to be in right. different ways. So like this the one thing I was looking forward to this year was really upping the uh the podcast uh like the effort I was putting into the podcasting mm-hmm. and stuff like that and so far like it's just been obstacle after obstacle. Sure. Trying to get that stuff going and a lot of it's good stuff, a lot of it's getting ready for the wedding and things like that. Yeah, and I mean in the in the big grand spectrum of things like podcasting has to be third or fourth under family and under uh like like you said your wedding Mm -hmm. stuff like that shit is super important yeah maybe okay maybe you don't see your family as often as i try to see mine but i i see my family enough i think it's it's just it's just enough you know what that is a great way to put it so i yeah I think I think it goes wedding podcast family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, you know what? I, if I was you, I think it would be about the same. So, at any rate, um, I was hoping I'd be able to get everybody to rebut uh, Jimmy's 
let's call them claims. Uh, but we have you here this time. It's so, true. Uh, he cleared up that my assumption that Spider Balls was the nickname mm-hmm. Spider Balls for and it was Spider Balls, not Spider Web Balls. It's not Spider Web Balls. Spider Balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nickname is an old joke. Okay, Bam. that's and that's what I thought it was. Now that means that he's calling you old. What do you have to say about that? Oh, I see. <laughs> it's an old joke about me being old. I yeah, it was like yeah, an yeah. old joke from like the past. It's like no, no, it no, just... no. It's a re- fairly recent joke. And and uh... <laughs> I feel like Jimmy's more of an old man than I am, regardless of our age. So, as far as what? As far as socialization okay. and attitude, yeah. <laughs> and things like that. Like Jimmy's, I think Jimmy's been old for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Regardless of actual age, yes. you're claiming I'm you're stating I'm, as a fact. He's he's been on the porch swing for a lot longer right. than I have. And he actually has a porch swing. Yes. And you do not. So both of those things are true statements. <laughs> so even even if it wasn't a uh, You know what? I'm not I'm actually not sure if the, the porch the swing the 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 uh bench like thing that he has on his porch is still a porch swing it used to be mm-hmm. i don't know if he upgraded it to a regular bench i think it is a regular bench now okay actually last time i was there. so let's count that as a in episode correction you well, know how i love to do corrections on this let's, show let's, let's, i haven't done one in a while because every episode has been perfect let, but. let's correct it in more than one way <laughs> okay. the reason it's a bench now is because a porch swing was too exciting for jimmy so he had to dial it back a notch he did he really had to rein it in he got too way too excited. Like, Wait a minute! Part. I'm going too fast yeah. and too high. And you know that's probably how it broke. Is yeah, he, yeah. I so, mean, the the last thing you want is to be on a porch swing and turn into Inside Out Boy. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, Jimmy, there, is there anybody that's listening to this that knows what the fuck Inside Out Boy? Is? <laughs> uh, I'm having a tough time remembering exactly what it is. It was a what clip that myself. I think they used to show on Nickelodeon, and it okay. wasn't even a real cartoon. It was just, I think it was just like a quick thing that they would show in between stuff. Mm-hmm. It's this kid that was on a swing, and he uh, he went too high, and he flipped over the bars. And if you flip over the bars, you turn into Inside Out Boy. Wow. I, you know what? I vaguely remember that. I'm saying like. And it was a it was an animated. Yeah, clip? Or, yeah. Maybe it was claymation. I don't know. Something it's like something that. that. Something Nickelodeon ish. Yeah. During the, uh, I think it might be the pre Stick Stickly era. I don't know. Stick Stickly. Fucking love Stick Stickly. Uh, if you guys don't remember that, you aren't as old as us. <laughs> you might not, you might be too young to be listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I guess I think you have addressed that very well, uh, Jimmy. Sorry to say, I think I'm on uh, Team Tim on this one. Yeah, you're older than me. And we will wait to hear from uh, Tim's... G- Jimmy again. <laughs> Tim from Jimmy again, probably, and also from Mike and Sarah, uh, because I think they got the worst of it. Well, he... I don't think Sarah got... Maybe not. Sarah he, just was called, just... he just said she was sort of loud during yeah, the game, I think but that's not was, really I can that. I can address that, too. I think the only reason she was loud on the game is because she's quiet normally, so I think I just had her mic level it up was, high. Yeah, it was a shock. Yeah. <laughs> that... That she was loud. Yeah, I just think I, I think she I think her volume level was up too high for that game. She mm-hmm. dialed it back a notch. And then Mike's. I mean, Jimmy walked back on Mike's pretty fast. 
Uh, as far as his the, saying that he he's talks not funny. too much, oh, he's not funny. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. Like, well, after he did it for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe I was going for a gimmick sort of thing where it would be fun to hear your guys' rebuttal as if it was a real there's statement. Gonna be, there's going to be... There'll still be rebuttals. <laughs> there is plenty of rebuttals to come. So, uh, I wouldn't worry about that. And... Uh, for some reason, saying bottles and come <laughs> that close together, rebuttals and come. Rebuttals are going to come from everywhere. <laughs> it almost sounds like buttholes. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Um, Moving past the buttholes. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't want to go straight. In. You know what? We did talk about something on Facebook a little bit, but I don't think that many people outside of uh, everybody that's super close with the band knows about this incident that happened. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. We already addressed the the annoying guy in the... uh, He has an internet studio, I guess, uh, at our rehearsal space that's like one door over. Right, as opposed to the annoying guy that's got a radio studio right here. Yeah. (laughs) The difference is we're doing this at home. And Mm -hmm. we did go over this a lot, so I don't want to retread too much over that whole ridiculous situation. Did we do that? Did we talk about that on there? You talked about it. I talked about it with Jimmy. Right. uh, On the the Jimmy Vision podcast, which... uh, Go back and listen to that and watch that or if watch you haven't. It. Listen to it and watch it. Yeah. Or watch it same, and listen to it. At the same time, because the audio is the same. <laughs> uh, we, unfortunately, last weekend had another <laughs> incident. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, not the same guy. What? Yeah. Is there another radio show going on in there? No. Uh, so here, here's, uh, here's what happened. Um, we practiced... Uh, it was Kyle, our new bass player, Tim, and I, um, last Friday, no, was it last Friday? It was last Friday. Uh, and we practiced for probably three and a half to four hours with a couple little breaks in there. Okay. We get really close to the end. We're like half an hour out from wrapping up. Sure. Okay. Uh, we hear some knocks on the door. Okay. Now, we're not always opposed to letting people in the room, but after this incident, (laughs) there is a no letting strangers in the room policy. Okay. Uh, Kyle opened the door, and it was this... uh, I I actually couldn't see him from where I was behind the drum kit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh... A guy talks to him for a couple of minutes about coming, bringing a friend in and checking out the band because he's super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, because of his enthusiasm, Kyle's like, sure, come on back in a couple of minutes and you can check us out for a little bit. Fast forward a couple of minutes, the guy comes back. Uh, the guy and this lady walk into the room, mm-hmm. okay? The guy is about... The most Hoosier-looking person I've ever seen in my entire life. Conserving where we live, that's saying something. Yeah. Um, he, he, I mean, think about your stereotypical Jefferson County Hoosier. Okay. You're talking like 
Super long cargo shorts. Okay. Uh, high socks. Yeah. Uh, he had he definitely had a, like an overbite sort of thing going on. Awesome. Uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> he had the hat, but askew. Yeah. Uh, of course, right? Well, I mean, you don't have time. To, when you're a Hoosier, you're a busy guy. You can't put your hat on. Straight. Yeah, you don't have time. You to... just slap that thing on and get out the door. Uh, he had a, He definitely had a tall can of beer. Uh, so the whole picture is there, right? Obviously, in your mind. Not, and not a good beer. So right. It's probably like a 40 of... Oh, I don't remember what it was. It was probably Bush, if, well, I, were to, if I were to guess. That's, that's higher class than I was expecting. <laughs> what were you thinking? Whatever the... Uh... Natural Light? Yeah, not even that. It's like whatever they normally sell for like a dollar at the gas station. Hams. Hams. That's yeah, it. with two M's. Yes. <laughs> I hope they have tall cans of hams. That would be awesome. <laughs> I uh, thought hams only came in tall cans. It might. Okay, so at any rate, uh, let's describe the lady. Okay, so of course you probably know of the movie the movie uh, Tommy Boy. I have seen the movie. Okay, so... The lady that is their waitress at the roadside restaurant, mm. uh, where he is messing with the biscuit and the uh, hot, or he's trying to get hot wings. Yes. Okay, so she's basically of short stature, uh, very overweight, mm-hmm. uh, has a shirt that's about three sizes too big for her, uh, also jeans, but giant jeans as well. Okay. Okay. That's how I remember her picture. If she didn't have jeans on, she definitely had sweatpants on. Okay. It was one of those two. Okay. Uh, very unattractive. Uh, so you're getting kind of the picture of who these people are. Yeah. So anyway, they come in. Uh, we are as nice as you would be to somebody. A normal, like I am not a dick by any stretch of the word. You I, know what I'm saying? I would say that's true. Yeah. I'm... Uh, even with strangers, like, I'm cordial up until a point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get, I'm going to give anybody a day in court. There's no problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a human being. You're a human being. Yeah. We can fucking get along if we need Let's to, have right? have a day in court. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, they come in and they're as nice as can be expected, I guess. We just met the people. They're excited to see what we have to offer musically. They heard us from outside the room, so they kind of hear what's going on a little bit. Uh, Immediately, it becomes evident that these are not our kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're uh, very, like, close talker kind of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have no idea what they're talking about as far as, like, heavy metal goes and what mm-hmm. kind of bands that we're into at all uh so we tell okay let us i really like some of that garth brooks music you when know it wasn't garth they brooks they actually reference this band uh called uh vampire moose which i don't know if you ever heard of them i've heard of vampire yeah moose. they're uh it's no- been a long time since i've heard the same <laughs> vampire moose. notorious like sort of rap metal uh local band mm-hmm. uh which, you know, take it or leave it, not my thing. I think I knew somebody that was dating somebody. I'm not going to. Iron Moose at I don't, one time. Yeah, I don't judge anybody that listens like kind of, whatever. You know what I mean? No, you, sh- you can judge a little bit because that's what happens when you give somebody a day in court. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you judge them. <laughs> so anyway, um, we play our song. We get about halfway into the song. The dude 
starts singing <laughs> because nobody because Kyle's not singing. He's like preserving his voice or whatever. Uh-huh. He doesn't feel like we when we rehearse. He doesn't always sing. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Just sure. if he's feeling like it. He starts singing, and it is the worst fucking singing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. It's awful. And it doesn't fit our music whatsoever. And it's like, what are you even doing? Like, we're trying to rehearse, and you should be, you should respect what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As far as, like, you're an observer, and that's all that you are in the room. Right. So that lends to the kind of people that they are, that we're dealing with right now. Um, She is, like... The, the chick is like hippie dancing. Okay. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, it's kind of like just kind of a swaying, yeah. and kind of moving your arms in a really <laughs> bizarre way. Sure, yeah. Like it's over your head. Very weird dancing. Mm-hmm. So, this, uh, completely odd. If you saw somebody dancing like that, you're like, what is that person doing? You could probably Google it or YouTube it and like hippies dancing. <laughs> and that's exactly what she was doing. All right. Uh, uh, Swig a beer for the working man. Okay, so we finished the song. The guy's like, dude, man, you guys are awesome. Like, <laughs> like that kind of shit. We're like, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, you, um, we are definitely getting annoyed by these people. But by them interrupting us, uh, of, you know what I mean? By him singing. Her doing her what stupid dancing, <laughs> just having to look at them in her room. Right. I am not a fan of having people in the room with us. I would rather us be focused and like I can see exactly what they're doing and no distractions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. We rarely even have friends in the room. You know what I'm saying? Much less these strangers. Mm-hmm. So then he continues with his vampire moose shit after we get done with the song. She starts talking about how she knows a drummer that used to be in Danzig. And that comes out of nowhere. Nice. Yeah, I have no idea what she's even talking about. How many drummers did Dancing have? I have a lot. Oh, I think. Yeah, okay. he's sort of a control freak, sort of a Dave Mustaine type. Oh. Anyway, eventually, we're just trying to get them out of the room. Kyle keeps saying, "Like, I, guys, we're you know, I, I I'm glad you came in and I'm happy that you like it, but you we we're trying to rehearse here and you guys we got got to get moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. They're not getting the point. They don't understand. Eventually, I have to say, and this is the high point of the story, <laughs> is that I have to tell them, like, guys, here's the deal. We're wrapping up. I have to change out of my pants. I'm taking my pants off right now, so you guys need to leave. <laughs> and that did the trick. Oh, hey. Yeah, they left the room. I, and I actually, because I like, uh, with my Zoom recorder, I record some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you guys, you guys uh, in internet land can uh, go to my SoundCloud and just look up my name, Chris Nays, N-A-E-S, on SoundCloud. You can find uh, a video or an uh, audio track that's, li- it's, it's something like hippies and uh, people that like vampire moose or some, some facsimile <laughs> of that. And you can hear these people and how fucking annoying they are. You don't hear me say the pants thing because by that point I was like already shut down. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I had turned off the recorder and stuff. But when in doubt and you have annoying hippie Hoosiers in your room, tell them you're getting ready to take your pants off and they will leave. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Has anything like that ever happened to you, Tim? Mm, I can't say it has. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to put me on the spot. It's like, <laughs> boy, do I have a story for you. No, I, I got nothing You've like ever that. had to take your pants off to get people to leave that <laughs> are annoying? <laughs> Just... No. <laughs> no, I haven't. And I expected that response. But if you have, tweet uh, tweet Chris. Yeah, tweet me at the, the Bag Hutch. <laughs> I anxiously look forward to any any stories that Hash- anyone has. Hashtag no pants, no worries. Hashtag vampire moose. <laughs> at vampire moose with two O's. <laughs> As opposed to um, the one O moose. Actually, maybe it's three O's. I don't. They might have had to change their band name at some point because someone else was named Vampire Moose. <laughs> <laughs> We're Vampire Moose. <laughs> you know, I I honestly think that their name might have some kind of weird thing in there, like that, like corn does, or you know what I mean, like <laughs> something weird. I don't know for sure what what it is for sure, but it's something like that. Uh, exactly. Just uh, uh, right. Um, it's like that sound when Sideshow Bob gets smacked and keeps getting smacked in the face with the uh, the rakes. Rake. That's one of my favorite senses moments ever. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, Simpsons reference. Check it out, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe go back and check out. You know what I, I recommend actually? starting with season one. <laughs> season one working through, all the way through up about uh, season seven ish. Thirty. <laughs> Season eight, 30. maybe I don't know. I don't know when uh, when ABC Thirty stopped showing all their. Actually, they probably still show reruns. I would expect they do. But back in the day, when they when I would get home from school, mm-hmm. it would be like Fresh Prince, Simpsons. Yeah, those were that was the block. Mm-hmm. That was the hour block, and it was fantastic. Uh, anyways, what were we talking about? Actually, you know what? Uh, let's move on to the next little thing here. Um, well, Kyle and I were talking about night on the episode that you're going to hear fairly soon, uh, listeners out there. We were talking about nightmare gigs that we've played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually wanted to talk to you about um, if you have any nightmare. Uh, Situations as well. See, you were you. If, for the listeners that don't know, you ran audio for LWA sometimes. So I don't yeah. know if there's any situations there you want to talk about, like where you where things just got completely ridiculous and there was no. You know what I mean? Like that kind of story. Um, I'm trying to think. Most of the there were so many shows that it's all kind of a blur now. Because I mean that was. That was the majority of my 20s, was LWA production right. stuff. So. And the majority of my 20s was going to those shows. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't remember hardly any of it, because I was completely wasted the entire time. Yeah. And then towards the end, like there were times where we were running, like for a few years, we were running like two shows a month. Yeah. So it just, it just all blends together. Mm-hmm. But eventually it got to the point where like it just, it just ran like that. But it wasn't really the any like venue type issues that yeah. we ever had like the venues were always pretty cool um except for the fact that you might have a ceiling too low and somebody busts their head open yeah, on the radio that's still a problem um but what the shows are doing today a lot of a lot of the issues that we had was with people involved in the show that thought they were entitled to something mm-hmm and I don't want to name any names. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> there was the, there's this kid 
who uh who used to run uh he was like one of the security he like did security he was just kind of like a like a setup and breakdown guy mm-hmm. and he and his dad would always be around yeah and his dad was always like when are you going to get my boy on the show and like things like that like as a wrestler or yeah. wow and was he training he was training but he was never any good from what I remember. Yeah, so if he's not good, you can't really put him out in front of people, right? Yeah, there's that. There's, there's a certain level you have to meet before you can get out in front of people. Yeah, there's some, there's some people I would love to, if we, if we want to get some really good stories, there's some other people we need to have on this show when it comes to LWA stuff. Sure, yeah, Sam and Mike and Jordan. No, I wouldn't go so far as them as the, because, because by that point they were pretty much... Done. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Because Jordan was Jordan was in the Navy. Right. Mike had gone off to Columbia. This is this is this like is, this latter is days this of is, LWA. This is probably in the 2007. Mm-hmm. It's right right around the time Sam had his first kid. So he right. wasn't he, he, the the ownership changed from like Sam and all them and yeah. moved over to the younger generation of. Matt, Gary, and Jake, and, and there's some Sam gro- Lacey. There's obviously there's some growing pains there. You know what I mean? As far as like, it's sort of like a regime change. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the control is sort of splintered. They, right? Uh, the control was the, the the interesting thing about the control in that in that situation was it was a it was an abrupt change. Mm-hmm. So like it was like at the same time. Frank got married, or Frank mm-hmm. was getting married. Mike was going off to Columbia. Um, who else? Sam. Sam was having a kid. Yep. Tom. Uh, I just he just didn't want to do it anymore, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He sort of re- he uh, hit the wall with it. I think. Yeah. Well, he had, he had just gotten married too, and I think it's another one of those things where you get married. And you're it's weird how all that stuff sort of lined up all at once. Yeah, right? it was. It was. It was all at once. Like it was within like this several month phase. So it's like okay, we're going to hand the keys over to. Like Pierre at the the trainees, the Pierre Matt. Yeah, they weren't trainees well, that's at that what, point. That's what they were known they as for a while. Trainees, yeah, but yeah, I mean, they, by then they were established as good wrestlers. So if there's right. any, if there's any cross, uh, was it cross audience with the people that are familiar with Anarchy? I think and, some of them. Okay, yeah. so like your Pierre Abernathy, your Gary or Gerald James is yeah. what he goes by now. Gary J. Gary J. Yeah. Okay. Gary J. Actually, and then uh, Evangelistico. So and and uh, at uh, at Pistol Danger, Pistol Danger, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and Jordan Lacey, who uh, just retired yeah. from wrestling not too long ago. So they they took it over, and they did they did an admirable job. There's some things that I would have liked to have seen done differently, and but yeah, I mean they did good. Uh, the thing that the thing that we had a lot of trouble with was. A lot of the creative vibe wasn't mm-hmm. there anymore because they were definitely more into the wrestling aspect of the show. Sure, yeah. And we were more into the theater part of the show. Yeah. So there was there was a lot of there was a lot of production that that's kind a, of went away. That's that like I, sort of a fine line where in wrestling too, mm-hmm. where you have to like figure out that balance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to like uh I mean, obviously, the wrestling has to be top notch. The wrestling has to. I think 
But well, there has to be some semblance the wrestling of has, a... The wrestling doesn't have to be top-notch as much as it has to be entertaining. Yeah. Depending on the audience that you're trying to yeah. appeal to. The entertainment factor also comes along with the good wrestling mm-hmm. at some point, though. Because I think, like, the golden age of LWA in its yeah. nine-year run was probably 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. As far as quality End of... of I'm sorry. End of 2005, so after we had started running a few shows in Missouri, mm-hmm. up until about the middle of 2007. There was definitely great shows in, we had, as far as like attendance-wise. And, attendance-wise and characters with personality. And those, that, and yeah, and those were mostly around uh, Knights of Columbus and House Springs, right? Yes. The Missouri shows? Yes. Yeah. And the, a uh, lot of them were, anyway. And the Turner Hall shows. Mm-hmm. Well... Oh, but anyway, that was, I completely got derailed. Yeah, no, um, it's fine. The, uh, you feel free to talk about whatever you want to talk about. No, there, I, there is no... I was, I was going to talk about this kid and his dad. Yeah. So, like, his dad always wanted his, uh, his kid to do the show, and so, as we may have mentioned before or whatever, um, Christmas Eve is a big deal for me, and that's when I throw my holiday party or my family through the holiday party. Right, yeah. Well, I've been at many a shindig. Yes. So we, uh, so I had one, and I invited some of the guys from the wrestling show because after you've been working with these guys, like, to this day, like, I'm not involved with Anarchy at all, mm-hmm. St. Louis Anarchy, but those guys, they're still an extended family of sorts. Yeah. So they they still came out for a while. Right. I think this is the first year that none of them came out. But, yeah, yeah. That's uh, because it was, it was a different... We didn't do it on Christmas Eve. But at any rate, word got back that I had wrestling guys over, and this kid's dad got pissed off because we didn't invite his son. Wow. And his son was like, I don't know, 15 or something like that. And it's like... you And inviting a 15-year-old... There's that, and then there's like the whole... Like, he thought it was like some kind of... He thought it was like an actual like wrestling thing, and we were excluding his son. Yeah. So there was some fallout from that. And then there was, there was always... A, Did that happen at the next show? That he confronted you about it? Or? Nobody confronted me. I heard about it secondhand from Through somebody Through the grapevine. Else. Yes. Yeah. The other thing was, he's a... Uh, you always hear about this fucking squabbling going on there's in wrestling. Always, there's always a squabble of some sort. And I'm, I've been when lucky that, that I have When you get that many done... dudes and like uh, alpha male kind of people and testosterone going, mm-hmm. there's always going to be that. I've, I've been lucky that I haven't been involved in too much of that. Yeah. A lot of times, it, it, when I get into arguments, it'd basically be because I thought somebody was making a bad, like, quote-unquote business decision. Uh-huh. And I'd have I'd voice up my opinion about that, and then it would go nowhere. But that's fine. Um, but you're not talking to business-minded individuals necessarily at the time, right? I, I mean... Right. You're talking about a whole bunch of different... Background, a lot of like, a lot of different personalities yeah, trying to put on a good show. Wrestling, yeah, and wrestling is a circus kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like ragtag. It's uh, people from all walks of life. That isn't necessarily their full time job. Most of the cases, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I give them a lot of credit nowadays. I think that they have really figured out how what what works for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As far as like running it, yeah, okay. Uh, 
schedule wise, I guess I'm thinking more than uh and association with another company so that they can talent trade sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know what I mean? And it boosts their roster so they're able to do that. I and I I think in LWA there was a lot. There was definitely in t- at times a lot of great talent there, and mm-hmm. especially with those trainee kids, like how much, how far they strode. Yeah. You know what I mean? In their short, in the in the time that they, it, that it was LWA, definitely. Um, uh, the one thing that I think, I mean, I haven't been to an anarchy. I've only been to two anarchy shows. Yeah. I went to the first anarchy show, mm-hmm. um, where I actually ended up running one of the cameras. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had to. Somebody had yeah. to. I, I, by then, I had been, I had retired. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't president of the LWA anymore, yeah, so yeah. I, I had no reason to be there. <laughs> I was just going there as a fan, and uh, but no, I ended up running a camera. And then I went to one last year mm-hmm. where Sam was making his debut or whatever. He was going to run out and like be part of this thing called the cause yeah, yeah, yeah. that i guess is what he's doing now. He's, yeah he's uh, as adam caster as adam caster he was still adam raw at the time yeah yeah, yeah. um when i went out there because this would have been like he has since reinvented his ring persona yeah, this would this would have been about a year ago yeah or almost a year ago and the wrestling was top notch yeah like the wrestling was fantastic but it was the show itself was actually depressing for me was it yeah in what way Absolutely no production. Oh yeah, they just yeah. they just come out and Bare wrestle, bones. and that's it. And Bare it's bones. like there's no there's no real stage mm-hmm. anymore. There's yeah. no lights. There's no like the music isn't that like the music. They like talk over it. Like they do the introductions over the music. Mm-hmm. I guess for whatever reason, because other places do it that way. Yeah. Um. No videos. Yeah. There's, there's no, no there's, videos. There's at no all. slides. Right. Um. Yeah, so get, no all highlight that. reels, that kind of thing, like all the all the things I really thought made our show made it unique. What it was, they took away. Yeah, now it's it not. It's more centered towards talent now than uh, than all that the extra. Yeah, the extra stuff. The thing with the talent that I saw is like all the wrestlers were great, but mm-hmm. I didn't like I didn't get any sense of personality because there was mm-hmm. no extra extra stuff going on yeah, to do that. Like that makes all the, sense. All the, all the promos were kind of dry. Right. And then, but yeah, I mean, wrestling is fantastic. There's so like this last, have... uh, this last, well, Kyle's actually the announcer now. Right. Okay. And he sort of does it not as bombastic as Mike used to do in mm-hmm. LWA, but, uh, he's, I mean, Kyle's a heavy metal dude. Yeah. So he's not your average looking announcer guy. He does. He, he, uh, Fancies it up a little bit in his dress, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But um, no, uh, no tuxedo shirt, and uh, uh, he Dr. wore a Coke. vest. The, uh, he wore the leather vest this last time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so um, you know, for what it is, but uh, you know, he has that same. He has a more like in your face sort of announcer voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like more of a yell than a right than an announcer voice, really. Uh, and that fits. That fits their thing well, I think. And it, was, it was hard to find a good announcer after Mike left. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Kyle has done well with it. Yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, if you went back and... Um, I think there certain guys that are in now are very uh, creative with their promos. And it isn't as dry mm-hmm. as sometimes it tends to be. And I think that the, cr- the crowd is super into it now. Like Everybody knows people... People are actually invested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So it's that 
it's sort of built up over time and become better. The only other real critique I would have of Anarchy, at least from what I've seen, is... This has become the Anarchy... The, yeah. the LWA I've asked, I've asked some of them like in the past if they wanted to do a podcast yeah. and they said yeah yeah and then it's just never happened but they, if they, if they, they actually get... do a record podcast like over the phone with wrestling podcasts a lot of times no oh, I meant like I wanted them to have their own podcast like, oh, on the, that on would the be network. cool I think uh, it just takes the effort of yeah. doing it. You know? um, it's like when we went to see Kevin Smith he basically he put it right out there and it definitely was inspiring to me it's like all you have to do is do it yeah he didn't necessarily put it that way because he's more uh, eloquent than I am, mm-hmm. but it I'm, just takes a little bit of effort. <laughs> That's yeah. all it takes. But as, uh, with the Anarchy shows, the the only other thing that I would I think is an issue, and maybe it's not an issue for them, if if if, if it's working for them, that's great. Is their shows are all double shots? Yeah, and it does, and it seems like all you're doing is splitting one big crowd across two nights. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting you're not getting the full attendance and energy from the crowd that you would get from I have never been to both nights, mm-hmm. but I don't think anybody has. I, I don't know. Nobody that I know that I'm still goes sure. to them goes to both nights. I mean I know people that I've met there and that I see there that I know would go both nights. But I'm not one of those people. Like it's too far. It's too far out, yeah. For I mean and that's us though. You know what I'm saying? Like we live in Jefferson County I actually live in St. Louis County now, but you you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like we're 45 minutes away from that. I, you might even be further than that. It's 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 a haul. It's a to fucking get to trek. Alton. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, why I've only been to the one show. Yeah, I, I I the double shot thing is not for me. If I if I had all the free time in the world, I would consider it, but I don't. So, yeah. am I going to sacrifice my entire weekend to wrestling? No, I'm sorry, I'm not. I actually stumbled across a hard drive that had. A, a bunch of old LWA stuff. Yeah, I think like I saw just, you posted that. Just recently, and it got me, like, nostalgic for... Start posting some of that stuff, man. Yeah, I need to start, like, cleaning it up. Yeah, Because a sure. lot of it's on, P- like, video on P- from the PC, so they're in, like, a format that the Mac doesn't recognize, mm-hmm. so I have to, like, convert everything over. But there's all kinds of, like, graphics from stuff that we were going to do that never did. If, if you need any help with that stuff, let me know, and I'll, right. I'll get on it. But, uh... I found Adam Ross' old intro music Ooh. when he was when he first turned uh, heel. Yeah, when he had his uh, buddy that he used to work with rap his uh, theme song. What? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember that. I'm oh, sure Justin does. You'll though. probably remember it when you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, nightmarish stuff when you're running when you're involved in the show happens sometimes. I'm sorry that. Uh, the unnamed individual yeah, I don't, was I wish hard I had to some, work with. But. I wish I had some really good stories, but all it was was mainly just some drama yeah. every now and then. It, uh, and I've always heard that about wrestling. And I, I'm an avid wrestling podcast listener, mm-hmm. and it is very much that way. Because I know how dudes are when they get together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's the same way with music, dude. People talk shit on each other mm-hmm. all the time. I have never been that kind of person that feels the need to talk shit on everyone. That's after I lambasted Vampire Moose earlier. Well, I mean, there's that. And there, you could also, if you want to get into, you know, closer to home, there's this animosity between me and Jimmy now. That's <laughs> this, this feud that Jimmy's decided to start. You know what? He stoked that fire. He did. So he has to it's, be it's willing to deal with it now. He's he's right in the kitchen. He with buttered the heat, his bread. So he... <laughs> No, 
we're actually we're actually at uh we haven't gotten together in a long time for music. It's kind of a bummer, but uh it's like one of those things where like life happens and yeah. like, nobody like Well, you we we've mentioned the music project you guys mm-hmm. are involved in Project uh, Odin Sleep. Project Odin and, Sleep, literally a project and literally asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, That's no. uh, Tim Pickerley, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be here all week. Because <laughs> he lives here. Um, <laughs> no, Nick uh, Nick just, the other guitarist. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all guitarists. It's it's, a, it's all strings. I'm a guitarist. I'm not there a guitarist. You, you could be. <laughs> Grab that guitar and strum it. You're a guitarist. Well, that's debatable. And Nick uh, just messaged me saying uh, that he doesn't know when we're going to get back to it because him and Jimmy's schedules just don't work up, meet up anymore. Yeah. So I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a part. That's a, you know what? Um, that's actually sort of been an issue that we've been dealing with in Thorhammer right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, we got. We've talked about this before. We got we got this new bass player Tim. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was just talking about this with Kyle yesterday because it ended up being just me and Kyle mm-hmm. yesterday night. Um, at the last minute, sometimes everything can fall apart. Right. You got four dudes with different schedules. Mine is the oddest of all because I work nights. Mm-hmm. But when I get to the weekend, Friday and Saturday, it is smooth sailing. Like I like I need to get a few hours sleep during the day on Friday. After that, my night is fucking completely open. Right. You know what I'm saying? Lindsay is super gracious about letting me do my thing and, and embrace my hobbies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like we're doing right now. Sure. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, the weekend is really the only time I can do anything as far as the band stuff goes. Right. So then I have I do my best to sync up, and then it ends up one or two of us can get together. As long as I can get with either Parks or Kyle, a band practice is happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So most weeks it does happen, but... Man, the scheduling thing is a nightmare, and that is a thing that is across all bands ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing because only... it's four people or three people or mm-hmm. five people or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like two people. It's a it's lot of schedules. If you don't have the only way that a band would be perfect as far as scheduling goes is if no one had jobs, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, if I didn't have a job, I could play so much guitar and do so many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a cons. Your whole life could be a podcast. My. It'd have to be, and I'd have to get uh, sponsorship so I wouldn't be a homeless podcast. Right. Because me and my GoPro and a burner phone so I could upload it. <laughs> and you could, you could be a YouTube star, too, yeah, at that point. because they make so much money. Some of them do. Some of them do. Most of them don't. Exactly. 99.9% don't. Right. That point oh one percent though. They're raking in the, the hundreds of thousands. <laughs> It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? It would be so great if God. I could do stuff like this for a living. It's because you're doing what you like to do. Yeah. But uh, even the music thing, like, I, I want to do... I, there was so much, because I was, I was talking earlier about how this bit... Ugh, how busy this year's been. Yeah. And I, like, realized it's like a lot of this I'm, like, doing to myself. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I've got this, this podcast network that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I want to start doing... Uh, video shows as well mm-hmm. um there's more there's more podcast ideas that i have that i want to i want to c- have come to fruition and i'm doing this music project right and i'm writing a book oh my gosh <laughs> and i'm getting married right 
There's a so, lot of juggling going it's on. It's a there. lot of juggling, and I'm like, oh, yeah. 2016, by the end of this year, we're going to have like an EP done. I'm going to yeah. have the first draft of my book done, and we're going to launch three new podcasts, and I'm going to have a video show. I was like, fuck you, <laughs> is what I say when I look in the mirror every day. Right. It's uh, I, but it's worth it because you're having fun, right? I am. I'm ha- when I when I get to do it, I have a lot of the fun. But at the same time, there's a lot of time where I can't do it just because you have to maintain your household. Life gets <laughs> in the way. Yeah, yeah, I have to go to work. I have to do dishes. I you have to make food so you don't starve. Yeah, all that stuff. Or you don't go to McDonald's and become diabetic. You know, nobody wants that. Things like that. So it's just life. Life gets in the way. So if only you could go without sleep. Let, let's work on that. Let's do that. That's what, why, why are we wasting our time on podcasts? Let's come up with a sleepless pill. I mean, I God, I there's so many like today, for instance, mm-hmm. because my schedule's so completely insane. I woke up with a headache and had to poop at two thirty a.m. <laughs> okay, so I get up and go to the bathroom and take some aspirin, and I after that I'm wide awake. So I. <laughs> After we go and run errands and I watch a couple movies and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff, I get home from doing all that stuff and I get like, I end up getting a half an hour napping and then I came over here. So, so I'm running on fumes, Tim, and it yeah, doesn't seem so, like it, does it? No, you're doing good. I'm doing all right. You're a professional. You're a consummate professional. This is because this is what I like to do. So I go to the wall for it. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just it's the same thing with the band. Like I could go in a few hours of sleep and then jump right into the fucking driver's seat mm-hmm. of playing drums in a fucking heavy metal band. Yeah, that's what that's what annoys me the most about having to maintain a day job is because I'm at my most. Well, not anymore because I'm on a. I, but it, it used to be like around the time eight thirty in yeah. the evening hits is when I'm at my most creative right. and most inspired to do my own stuff. And that interferes with But yeah, your... if, if I don't go to bed by like 9.30, yeah. then I'm an absolute wreck. You're a mess. Yeah. Well, I the whole sleep thing is beyond me. There's no way that I can ever figure that out. Mm-hmm. Being on overnights is just impossible. And I'm, <laughs> I've come to terms with that fact, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. gotta. All right, so let's move past the whole nightmare of show running, of show participation. Show producing. Show producing. Life. <laughs> life. Let's move past all of that and get to fun stuff. Um, I originally had expected to have a full table of people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, can we get a time check? How, it, what, it, what, how much time are we at? We've, uh, we've been going for a while. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a good 40 minutes at least. 40 minutes. We, we, we still got time for this. All right. Okay. So, I expect, like I said, I expected to have a table full of people and we were going to do the whole game thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think I'm going to do now is we're going to still do... I won't... Be, <laughs> of course, I won't be able to do Say Things Fast. <laughs> so, we're going <laughs> to take It's going to be a one-sided game. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that game out of the equation. Um, but how, how about this? I did bring, I still brought prizes. Okay. <laughs> so what I think we're going to do is if you, if you reach a certain amount of questions answered correctly, mm-hmm. you'll get prizes. Okay. Okay. All right. So the more questions you answer correctly, 
or come close because one one of them is number based and it's close without going over. So I don't <laughs> think that's really going to work either. But we'll we'll try. Right. Okay. Uh, do you want to see what the prizes are first, or do you want them to be a surprise? Oh, go ahead and show them to me. Okay. The first prize, and I'm rustling in the prize bag now. Is a very old DVD of The Undertaker, and as you can see, <laughs> it is old school Undertaker with purple, and it is called Undertaker. He buries them alive. Um, weird title. <laughs> Matches include Undertaker versus Undertaker. Wow. Undertaker versus Quang. Oh, who's that? I have no idea. Undertaker versus Yokozuna, Undertaker okay. versus uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, and yeah. Undertaker versus Jerry the King Lawler. Oh. Yeah. So that's one of the prizes. Uh, let's see. Next prize is, and I was very surprised by how good that this actually was. <laughs> okay. Uh Toto past to present 1977 to 1990. Wow. Uh, ignore the price. Okay. <laughs> I can't see it anyway. I covered it up. Uh, it has their... Well, I only remember three hits <laughs> that they have. Uh, Africa, Hold the Line, and uh, Rosanna. Yeah. But, written about uh, written about Rosanna Arquette. Yeah, but their their drummer and their bass player are really really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Toto that, doesn't suck. Toto doesn't suck. <laughs> That's <laughs> the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll show that off for the uh, the uh, watchers on the couch. And on the road with Thorhammer. Uh, <laughs> Otters. <laughs> you're, you're, you're crossing show streams. I am. Um, the the last <laughs> the last prize and uh, the the on the road with Thorhammer and the watchers on the couch, watchers and listeners will uh, will know why this is significant. <laughs> it is the Hunt for Red October, starring Mister Sean Connery and Mister Alec Baldwin. It's the Hunt for Red October. Oh, and uh, Sean has <laughs> joined us by a surprise once again. Sean, how are you doing? Notice there's only a picture of me on that. Yes, that... Uh, Even though Alec Baldwin's supposed to be the lead character with his sweaty balls. He's giving you a very serious look on the back of this... On the back of this VHS. Well, I don't know, I don't you know, know if you this. Alec Baldwin's a very serious person. He is. Uh, he... He calls his children pigs. I don't know if you knew that. Yes. Uh, as an insult, that's one of his favorites. He only lets people that sell things drink coffee, too. <laughs> uh, Sean, was this movie the only time you've held Doom in your hands as the back of the... Doomsday in your hands <laughs> as the back of this box says? Well, there was the time that I had that umbrella that caused 9-11. <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Chris, unless, uh, unless one of the prizes is a VCR, I'm not going to be able to watch that. Okay. Well, maybe you can find a VCR somewhere at your local supermarket. <laughs> okay. Uh, at, a, at a food store? <laughs> I don't know what that even means. Right next to the bread, you know? And yeah, bread and DVDs. Right. Uh, <laughs> VHS. It's in the produce. Okay. So, we'll just go... Uh, 
<laughs> One question answered correctly, Undertaker. Two questions answered correctly, Toto. Three questions, the grand prize. Straight from Sean Connery himself. Right. Hunt for it, October okay. VHS. Sounds good. Uh, let's just set that over there. Okay, first game is the movie and the metal. And you just have to correctly guess the movie that I am uh, naming the cast of. Okay. Okay. This movie's from 1997. All right. Uh, the cast of this movie is Slash, D. Snyder, John Popper, MC Hammer, Ted Nugent. Your face is classic right now. <laughs> Flava Flav. What the fuck movie is this? Ozzy. Is this a real movie? <laughs> yes. John Stamos. We're narrowing it down here. Mary McCormick. Is it Private Parts? It is Private Parts. Yay! The, the names that we're going to give it away, which is where I was about <laughs> to get to. Paul Giamatti, Fred Norris, yeah. Jackie Martling, Robin Quivers, Howard Stern. Yeah, it was it was the because uh, I actually haven't seen it. Mary McCormick, yeah. you haven't seen it? Yeah, by new Mary McCormick was once I had D. Snyder and Mary McCormick. That's yeah, where, it, that's where it. do you remember D. Snyder from? In he, the was the sh- he was on the he was on the show all the time. Yeah, like so they used to be really good friends. Yeah, so that makes sense that he would be in the movie. But yeah, all those all those rock stars are when he does Fart Man at the beginning of the movie and he walks oh, through the back. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's when all the gratuitous cameos happen. Okay, you know what I mean. And uh, fucking Flavor Flav gives us a look like, what the hell? <laughs> and uh, Ozzy Osbourne says something like, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Okay. So you win The Undertaker DVD. Yay! And you actually have something that you can play that on, so and, that's good. And after we finish this podcast, you can rest in, in peace. peace. Uh, let's go with the next movie, shall we? All right. Your next movie is, uh, well, it was uh, came out in 1997. I almost said the name of the movie. Okay. <laughs> the cast of this movie is Al Roker, Steven Spielberg, Sly Stallone, George Lucas, Newt Gingrich, Danny DeVito, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Your face again. Where are you getting these movies from? Vern Troyer. David Cross, and here's where we narrow it down, Tony Shalhoub, Linda Florentino, oh, Rip Torn. Men in Black, yeah, Jesus, got it, wait, who, start from the beginning again, Al Roker, Steven Spielberg, Sly Stallone, George Lucas, New who Gingrich. are they in the movie, uh, when they go to Men in Black headquarters, uh-huh. on the... On the wall is all the aliens, uh-huh. supposed aliens. Oh, those are there. The, okay, that's, yeah, that and they're mostly uncredited, but Man. they are technically <laughs> in the cast. That's, that's fucking deep, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I was like, you know what? Nobody's Michael Jackson is in. So that was my connection yeah. to the movie. You know what I mean? Um, which, believe it or not, Michael Jackson did "Dirty Diana," which is a rock song. It is an '80s rock song. Go back and listen to that. You will hear mucho guitar. Uh, for all our heavy metal listeners out there that have no idea about Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. So, here's your Toto album, Yay. sir. You will thoroughly enjoy that. Um, and I'm telling you that you will. Uh, alright. Georgie Porgy. The... T- that song is every bit as cheesy as you think it's going to be. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, okay. This was originally going to be the tiebreaker, but it, if you get this right, I'm going to be very proud of you. All right. Because this is not an easy question to answer. Okay. Tiebreaker question was going to be, how many people have been in Metallica, including before Kill Em All? All right. Um... I brought a pen this time. I brought a pen. No, I, I can name them, I think. All right. James. I think there might be one that you will not know. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I hope there's one I'd know. Well, okay. There's one that I didn't know. That's what I'm getting at. James Hetfield. Yes. Lars Ulrich. Yes. Dave Mustaine. Yes. Kirk Hammett. Yes. Ron, Ron or Rob McGovney? You got McGovney? it the first time. Ron McGovney. Uh, did I say Cliff? I said Cliff. You did not, I did say, not Cliff. say Cliff. Jason Newstead, Robert Trujillo. You're missing one, unfortunately. And I have no idea who that is. Exactly, and I didn't either. He was the first lead guitarist. His name is Lloyd Grant. Never fucking heard of him. I didn't either until I did some research. And, you know, because it's a tiebreaker question. That's are, you sh- a- are you sure he's a real person? I'm positive he's a real person. Or is he like this mythical drummer before Ringo? <laughs> He's like the first drummer of uh, Spinal Tap. (laughs) He's like only in the movie for 10 seconds at most. Uh, Yeah, there's nine. Huh. Huh. Yeah, so still haven't won that VHS. Well, you might get it, though. Um, Let's see here. Okay. The last uh, game that I had was a numbers game. So what I'm going to do is if you get within four... (laughs) 5,000. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. I think up, up below or above, you know what I'm saying? I uh-huh. think that's a pretty wide margin All for right. you. Uh, this game's called Sellouts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to guess how much each of these albums uh, sold in their first week of sales. And these are all recent albums. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So good luck. Your first album is Dream Theater's The Astonishing, which came out three weeks ago. It reached number 11 overall and number one on the rock charts. Number one on the rock charts. Yes. Okay. Um, Your guess, please. 30,000. Tim, I'm sorry, but that is exactly correct. Is it? Yes. Holy shit. Wow. Tim, you won yourself a VHS. (laughs) Sean, uh, what do you think about Tim winning this fantastic copy of your VHS, which I did not pay you for. I paid Goodwill for it. It's a lucky guess. It's a lucky guess. (laughs) Extremely lucky guess. I'll agree with you, Sean. That's because nothing goes platinum anymore. So all the numbers by default have to be less than one hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, you you cleaned house. 
Even though it's just it's, you. It's just me. So. Do you want to... Uh, can, can we play for your GoPro? No, we can't. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you like to just do these last two albums? Yeah, we might as well. Okay. Uh, Megadeth Dystopia. That came out... Ooh, shit. Uh, let's just say a few weeks ago. I don't really remember. Four weeks ago, maybe? 12,000. 12, oh, I'm sorry. It was 49,000. It did more than Dream Theater? It did. Who gives a shit about Megadeth anymore? Well, there's a lot of hype behind this record. It is a return to form for them. It is very it is very good, and it is better than a lot of stuff they've done in like the past ten years. Okay. So, mm. it... Going through for me. Mm. Uh, and to be honest, they're more well-known than Dream Theater is. So, I guess that's true. Yeah. I just remember seeing so much John Petrucci when, I'm, uh, when <laughs> I was going to Guitar Center. That's true. It was always a video. His mug is all over the place, and I couldn't be happy about it. Uh, he's got a big-ass beard, like you. Oh, that's good. He's super buff, too. Last time I saw him, he didn't have a... Well, I mean, I haven't seen him seen him in... Dude, he's rocking a beard. He always had like a small beard. Yeah, this is this is serious beard cred. Going Good. On. I'm, beard. I'm glad to see the beard is getting the credit it deserves. <laughs> we take it back from the hipsters. And uh, you and Petrucci have a lot in common, honestly. Like guitar what? playing, <laughs> beard. <laughs> We're practically twins. <laughs> what can I say? Uh, I think. Jimmy's really going to get a kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last album is Iron Maiden's The Book of Souls. Okay. It reached, I think, number two. I think it was a time. Don't quote me on that, please. Uh, correct me if you, if you must, but I'm fairly certain it reached number two on the overall charts. And it was its highest debut ever for Iron Maiden. Okay. So, I guess there's your clues. Came out, uh, like, over the summer, I think. Highest for Iron Maiden ever. Yes. Fairly certain. Don't quote me on that. 55,000. And my camera died. No! Hello. <laughs> We're still recording, though. We are still recording, which <laughs> means at this point in the YouTube video, you're just going to see a still image of Chris and I. <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh, well, like, we don't have to put the entire podcast on there, I guess. Like the Madison Square Garden DVD of uh, Jethro Tull, where like the first... The first 45 minutes is just images. Yeah. And then you have an hour of the actual concert, and then it's images again. Because they were only televising a specific chunk of it. Yeah. But the whole entire concert was recorded. That's weird. So. That they would release the entire thing on DVD, even though mm-hmm. they don't have all the footage. Right. That's so odd. That I, guess, I think what happened was they were like, they were they were live on the radio. Yeah. And then they went like live to TV. Yeah. And then they then they finished. BBC at radio. used to do that stuff all the time, like they did that for Queen, mm-hmm. where there's like, it's actually one of the DVDs I recently purchased. Uh, I think it's live at the Odeon, maybe, and uh, they have footage for most of it, but they there's a, there's like two encores that they did that there's no footage and there's no audio of at all. Hmm. They just have they're completely gone. 
so same kind of thing. But um, this is where the podcast listener gets the advantage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I guess for the video, maybe I'll film like a small clip to be like, well, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so let's get back to this question. Mm-hmm. Did you make a guess? 55,000. 55,000? It was actually 74,000. I'm sorry. Holy shit, that's a lot. Isn't for, it? For this, especially for this day and age. And it's a double album, too. Oh. It's wow. a double record. Uh, so, neato, right? That's crickety crazy. Yeah. It's a fucking great record, too. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, there's 11 tracks spread over two discs. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. So, there's a lot of rocking going on. Better than their last record, for sure. Uh, in my opinion, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, I want to see a DVD of him sword fighting. Of Bruce Dickens' sword Yeah. Fighting? He does that? You didn't oh, know he, fen- he fences, that's right. Yeah, but he, yeah. it's not like uh, like he fences with like sword swords. It's not like that ra- like rapier stuff. Well, that's fucking badass. Like, I think he does like broadsword fencing or something yeah. like that. Well, that's amazing. I think he's like a certified like instructor, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fantastic. Like he teaches people to fight with swords. Unbelievable. You know, he's also a, a, a pilot. Great. Yeah. <laughs> he can fly to places and kill people with swords. He flies, He flies like, the fighter planes, like the old school <laughs> fighter planes, but he also flies, like, the jumbo jet that they use. Like, oh, yeah, I heard that there yeah. was... I didn't see it, but they, like, showed, like, a, there was, like, the picture of the new jet. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Can he, like, fly, like, a little propeller plane, too? Yeah, he flies everything. Okay, this is great. So when the zombie apocalypse happens, he can fly in to where the zombies are and behead them with his sword. Oh, absolutely. This is great. Well, we're going to need him we to get... We are all safe. He, we need him to get his helicopter license as well, then. Because in a zombie apocalypse, if anybody who's watched Dawn of the Dead knows, you need a helicopter. Oh, wow. Well. And lots of gas for it, because <laughs> well, like, if you had a plane, you'd need a lot of gas for I th- that too. I think we just like the last, the last broadcast before everybody goes off the air is give all your petroleum to Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll save us all, and we'll leave on that note. All right. Uh, thank you, Tim, for joining me. Thank you for having me once again. Uh, well, let's do some plugs. How about that? All right, let's have some plugs. Go for it. So. You should listen to Chris Nays and his podcast, Ooh. On the Road with Thorhammer, on the Onyx Edge Network. You already are. While you're on the Onyx Edge Network, you should check out our other podcasts, like Watchers on the Couch, the official Game of Thrones podcast of Onyx Edge Studios, not of actually HBO. <laughs> <laughs> also, check out Jordan Taylor on the High Files. And what else do we have? Uh, you want me to go to my plug? Hiatus should hiatus. How should I, bro? <laughs> what about what's your Twitter handle? Oh, my Twitter handle is at Tim Hates You, and on Instagram, I'm at Onyx Ed Studios. All right, and uh, let's do my plugs. My Twitter, which I have not plugged on here in a long time, is at the Bag Hutch. My Instagram is also at the Bag Hutch. Uh, no shit. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I expected you to say it before I did. But I think I've done it. I think I've said it yeah. like three, every time I've been yeah, on this guy's show. Uh, check out. The three YouTube channels that we are active on right now. Yeah. Oh, there's no camera. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, Thorhammer Metal, all one word. That is the band's YouTube channel. Uh, you can also go to 
my personal YouTube channel, which I have been loading up with drum videos as as well as like gag reels, blooper videos as well. Uh, go there and subscribe. I have very few subscribers right now, and oh, I want to try to boost that. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna subscribe. So go to Chris Nays, and that is uh, Chris, how you should spell it, <laughs> and Nays, N-A-E-S. Also how you should spell it. Also how you should spell Not it. Not N-A-Z-E. Yeah, that's well, that's how it sounds. That's a phonetic way, but not how you actually I mean, spell. if it's how you spell it if you're on Dream Theater Radio. <laughs> well, he actually, you know what? He did one that I've never seen before. It was oh, that's N- right. It N-A-I-Z. That's Where right. do you get that? That's a good spelling. I think you should go with that. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, Thelma Rigo, if you're listening to this, no offense. That's a common mistake. People misspell my last name all the time. That happens. By the way, did you ever get to listen to that? No, I haven't that, listened to it yet. It is a marathon. That is the longest podcast so I've ever long. been on. So Two and a half hours. Yeah. If you want to skip in, you can skip in like an hour, and that's where my interview starts. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the uh, last... YouTube I wanted to mention was the Onyx Edge Studios. Oh, right. I keep forgetting about our YouTube yeah. channel. We have a YouTube channel, and we are active on it now. Uh, these This video will be on it, so you're already there. Just, yeah! Right? Uh, well, I mean, this part is actually not on the video. No, this part so. should still be on the video. I'm, I'm, I still think we should have like just a still image and like finish out the... If I, I mean, if we can figure out how to do that. Oh, I can do that. Yeah? Yeah. I'm confident in your ability. If you want out, we'll just just we'll just copy over your SD card to over here before you leave. Okay, that's definitely doable. Uh, let's see. Um, what else can we plug? Like and subscribe everything. Yeah, and like, tell your friends because that's how that's how the word gets out. That's how the word gets out. We 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 spread it everywhere like venereal disease. Well, that's a really great way to put it, <laughs> but. No, seriously, that's that's the one thing. Like, if if you take anything from this, you can skip the fact that Sean Connery is responsible for nine eleven. Yeah, you can you can think Toto with an umbrella. Yes, you can think Toto sucks. That's fine. But if you're going to take away one thing, is if you, is if you're following anybody, like if you listen to the podcast, if you watch videos, make sure you like and subscribe their stuff. It's like one of the most important things you can do to help them get more visibility help us grow this is, this is not and then you have the luxury of saying i used to listen to them before they were popular right they really sold out <laughs> fuck chris and tim <laughs> we want you to be the guy that says fuck chris and tim once we're popular please do uh we want any attention we could get at this point <laughs> i'll be it negative uh check out the band Bandcamp at thorhammer.bandcamp.com uh, like us on Facebook. Like me on Facebook. Uh, like him in real life. Like, I mean, please. He's a nice. He's not a dick. I'm not a dick, as was explained earlier. By uh, any dick stretch, he is not a dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a lot of dick stretching going on. <laughs> so much uh, dick stretching. Check out St. Louis Anarchy. Check out LWA. Check out everybody that we mentioned. Check, check out Dream Theater Radio, as was name dropped earlier. Thelma Rigo. Uh, check out Sean Connery. Check out The Hunt for Red October. Check out Toto. Check out Undertaker. <laughs> if you haven't seen the VHS version of Hunt for Red October, I highly recommend it. <laughs> it's it's made for a square TV, so you know. Actually, technically, TVs were not square. I actually saw an old man putting out a TV on a corner today, and I thought it was strangely relevant to today's times. Yeah. 
We're going to leave, though, <laughs> on the <laughs> Bruce Dickinson comment. So just rewind to that Bruce Dickinson comment. And uh, that's all, folks. Yep, 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 yep. Otters, swimming in the sea pod, we thank you. And good night. And may Bruce Dickinson bless you. <laughs> and keep you. Here's a song! <laughs> Hey, me, play the thing. <laughs> we put out hey, cool. We got it for sale over here. We got a few copies. This is the title track from that album. It is called The Indomitable. Oh, no!